Good day, everybody. It's Colin Power from Into Infinity with another broadcast about some of the infinite mathematics we're dealing with. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the density of number E. And uh, why does a number E have that rather particular number? Um, we're going to try and solve this, in a sense, by looking at the square and the triangle. As you know, as you remember, what we said before is that uh, Alef 0.5, if you remember, that was uh, a half of um, the density of the normal numbers. Or should we say there's twice as much numbers as there are normal numbers in Aleph 0.5 and we find that by just dividing the reciprocal space of a line between 0 and 1 and adding the totals up together as you go through and you can find out more about that um, but if you think about the number e what it's kind of doing as a function it's like taking 1 then it's taking 1 plus 2 yeah, these are called factorials, so it's taking 1 plus 2 plus 3, and it's adding all of those reciprocals together from a triangle and really trying to compress it all into a single number, a dot. You know, that's, uh, that's what you could see the number E is doing, yeah? Um, so it's, it's compressing a triangle, um, and when you come to rotate uh, the number or something like that, we, we see the number E appearing in pi, and that's because of the density function, in a sense, of what we're looking at. So um, you can imagine, uh, if you look at something called inverse geometry, uh, what we show you is actually there's a triangle will turn into a hexagon, uh, and that's a process of inverse geometry. You can check that out. And that will double its surface area. It's a doubling factor. Um, and we have inverse geometry uh, that turns a diamond shape into a square. And so um, what you're seeing there is... Uh, uh, you can put a circle around the outside, and you can see that pi uh, will fit around a hexagon perfectly, and that will divide pi into six. And you can put a circle in, in, uh, inside the square in the what we call the root two fractal, or the inverse geometry of the circle. You can put one inside the fractal, and you can also put one outside. Yeah. Uh, whereas a triangle, you're just going to put one circle. So that's the difference there. We've got two circles and versus one. Um, and they both pan out into the hexagon plane, and the which we call 0 to the power of 3, and the square plane, which we call 0 to the power of 2. So there's a difference there, there's a discrepancy between, remember number E is a triangle, and when it wants to try and rotate on the, uh, on the square axis, suddenly, you know, there's a lot more space that needs to be accumulated, accommodated, yeah? And so um, what we can look at then is that we can start to examine the dimensions of a triangle, um, and what you find is, if you stick two triangles on top of each other, you get uh, square root of three divided by two. So um, if you take one triangle running from tip to tip, um, so if you cut that in half, you find that from tip to tip will be square root of three divided by two. Um, and that will divide the one of the lines, which we're going to have all lines of one. So one of the lines will be divided into 0.5. So the square root of three by 0.5 uh, can split a triangle in half, and we can flip that, it becomes the, rec the dimensions of a rectangle. Square root of 3 divided by 2 high, and 0.5 across. Yeah? And so, in order to make that 1, what we can do is we can take two of those rectangles, and we can glue them together. Two of those rectangles, yeah? So, in other words, we've gone uh, into uh, the two triangles, there's two halves, isn't it? And, and we've gone double density on the whole triangle now, yeah? And we've made a square. That's that double density of infinity. And on the um, on the square, let's just move over to the square a second. Uh, we're going to just divide the square with a single diagonal and cut it into two. And we can create a square of one. So you can see what's happening. Two triangles making a square. And um, a square being formed of two other triangles, yeah? So two equilateral triangles make, uh, you know, being cut in half, making a square. 
and we've got two right angle triangles there, yeah? Um, but there's a slight difference, there's a discrepancy between the size of the square, the overall size of the square, because it's, it's not a square, the triangle one, it's, it's, a, it's a rectangle. It only goes to the square root of 3 divided by 2 high, not 1. So we've got a slight discrepancy there. And when we look at that discrepancy, what we can say is, you know, the square root of 3 um, divided by uh, 1 minus the square root of 3 over 2, it gives you a certain number, doesn't it, yeah? And that's the number we're going to look at. But but first, what we're going to do is just have a look at the density ratio. Um, so you can imagine, let's draw a diagonal across the rectangle. Uh, it'll be the square root of 2 if it's the square, yeah, uh, going across on the diagonal. Uh, but if it's the diagonal on the triangle, it'll be the square root of 1.75. And what that's done is it's reduced it by the square root of 7 over 8, which is a funky pi number, isn't it, yeah? 7 over 8, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sort of gets in that 7 zone. You can see actually very close to uh, uh, 22 over 7 minus 2. But anyway, you get the idea, yeah? Uh, the square root of that. Um, so let's half the thing again so we get a kind of idea of where things are going. And the ratio remains the same. Uh, but at 0.5, uh, the square root of 0.5, we get the square root of 4375. So that, that gap... You know, it, it seems to, to uh, sort of uh, get different. It's still uh, a square root of 8 over 7, but the numbers start to change quite dramatically. Can you see from 175 to 0.4375? So the numbers are changing, whereas on the other side, it's just going 2, and then we're just moving across, and we're going to 5. It's that 25, isn't it? 2.5. It's that, it's that ratio, isn't it, yeah, of movement, of numbers. If that's a bit much for you not to worry, what we'll do is we're going to take it now from the beginning and the basics, yeah? So we're going to take 1, and we're going to minus the square root of 3 uh, divided by 2, and we get a number that's like 0.13397, something like that. It's pretty close, actually, to 1.34, yeah? Uh, but it's just a little bit over, you know? Um, and so what we can do is, well, maybe what we should do is we should times that value um, by, um, you know, the square root of... 8 over 7, is, that's the compression value, isn't it, yeah? And we get a new value, it's actually 0.00541339. Okay, so we've got the 5 and the 4. For those people who know a little bit about um, infinite mathematics, 5, 4 is interesting number, splits the 9, doesn't it, yeah? So we're looking at a certain number here. And um, what happens is, if we take the number E, and we minus that number off of the number E, uh, we'll get the number like 266414791. Now, I was quite interested when I saw that number, because obviously the number 414 is a, a square root of two number, isn't it, yeah? And you can see there, can't you, yeah, that actually um, if I took, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's 20, if I times it by 100, that, that number, uh, I can actually minus the square root of two off it, and I get a number very close to 265, because um, I've minus the square root of two off it. That 6 and the 414 went, and that left us with 26. That went down to a 5, yeah? And obviously, that's just 15 more points, if you imagine more than our two, two, 250, which is 3 times 5, yeah? So, I'm just sh trying to sh show you in the workings of E a little bit some of the stuff that you can start to observe when you start to look at the number in ratio, from the perspective of ratio. So that was, let's say that's going from the uh, square to the triangle, and we want to go squ triangle square, and we can do that because we can take the same number, and this time we'll divide it by the ratio, uh, uh, 7 over 8, yeah? and we get another number, 3315, 0.33157020. It's a double 3, good. Yeah, so we're getting a double 3 there, and what we want to do then is, uh, what we can do is we can start to sort of work with these numbers in a certain kind of way. So let's take, uh, for example, our, our first number, uh, 0.0541359, um, which we derived from 
the number minus from e earlier in the last equation. And what we're going to do is we're going to times that by actually the uh, the function, the uh, 0.13397459. We're going to times that by the function. So we're going to go into the square, if you think of it like that. And uh, the result that we actually get there is a very small discrepancy now. It's got a little bit smaller. It's 00072525. Oh, look, we've got the two fives and two fives back. It goes on, obviously, because it's an infinite number. But um, but if we divide that number by uh, the one point, uh, the ratio of uh, 1.87, uh, one, sorry, the ratio of square root of eight over seven, yeah, uh, we'll get a we'll get another number. It actually goes up in value. It goes to zero point zero one seven nine four nine one nine. And it was those nines that were popping up that I thought was quite interesting because we see a lot of that in the uh, number e. It's like eight eight eight, isn't it? That swapping yeah? So I thought, okay, well uh, that looks. Quite like quite an interesting number. Let's subtract it from the number e, and what do we get? Um, well, actually, what we get is we get the number two point seven. Then we get a zero zero, and then it's like three three two six three. And what we're going to say is we think that three 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 is actually a three three three. It actually carries on to infinity. And then what we've got here then is twenty seven, and the number twenty seven is actually three squared. So if you like, what we've done is we've tried to prise apart the, the, the function of e a little bit before the base 10 kicks in and gets a little bit too messy. And what we can kind of see here on the one side, the triangle side, you can start to imagine you've got the 25, the 15 and everything like that um, on the triangle density. Yeah, which is one of our solutions to pi. And then we've got the threes on the square side, which kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. 0.25 of the square going into a three of the triangle. You know what I mean? Um, and that kind of makes sense. So on the square side, they see it as like more like the number three, the 27, three squared, uh, followed by the infinity of threes when we minus e, when we minus 0.017 uh, 0.949919 off of e. Yeah, we're getting that sort of number, we understand. And when we're on the other side and we're minusing off of e on the triangle side, side we're getting, you know, we're getting 265, yeah? Um, which is very close to 250, it's just plus 15. Oh, three times five, that's right. And and so so basically what we're saying is there, you, you can start to mess with these densities now that you know that pi ratio, and you can start to get a grasp and a feel for E, like a more of an intuitive grasp, um, through the base 10 distortion. Um, so anyway, that's um, that's just a little bit on the number E and the density function. Um, and you can see that the number 8 over 7 uh, is a quite an important number when it comes to the number pi, when we do the you know, when we start to work out what the number pi is. And we find that number seven, you know, does create quite a distortion in the wave. So that's probably why we're seeing the number two there in that one, because it drops to two uh, on the 2.7003326. Yeah, so that would be seven interfering with that, which pumps, pumps that out from three. <coughs> and on the other side, the 265.00057, uh, once you go to five, it's a, it's a midway split in the infinity, and then it's seven, eight. Ah, so there we are. So you can see what we're sort of saying. It's all there if you just look at some of the numbers, yeah? Um, so if you're into the mathematics, get your calculator out and have a little play with E and just see what you can make out. And yeah, put your p post up in the comments, anything interesting that you find. Anyway, that's all for me today. This has been Colin Power and a little broadcast on the density of E in accordance with Aleph 0.5. And, um, and you'll see there that basically we've, we've created a few functions and there's more to explore. We've just done a little bit of an outline for you. Thank you very much. And this is Colin Power from 
into infinity and whatever you do have a great day today do come to our website into infinity.com and check out all the great stuff that we've got going on there there's loads more information about fourth dimensional mathematics and all the other stuff in the meantime we'll see you shortly do tune in again and bye bye and god bless